welcome to the How to HR podcast. I'm your host, Shona, founder and director of Lilac HR, where we help equestrian and country businesses to become brilliant employers. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and let's get cracking. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of How to HR. I'm joined today by a very special guest, the lovely Gemma Alexander from Build a Brand. How are you doing, Gemma? Hi, Shona. I'm good, thank you. Very nervous being my first podcast. <laughs> I'll look after you, I promise. I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on and joining us today. Um, I suppose it'd be a really good starting point to just tell the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, sure. So I am Gemma Alexander um, and my business is Build a Brand and we are, we are a marketing agency. So we specialise in helping all businesses of all shapes and sizes, small to large, um, getting their brand awareness out there and helping market them to the best that we can do. That's what we do um, in all different shapes again. So we help with um, building websites, we help with um, social um, social media marketing, Google ads, um, search engine optimization. So there's so many different things that we do within the marketing agency with my team. Love that. So how did you, how did you get to build a brand? How did you, what, what, what was your journey? How did you get into marketing? Um, well, I started off, um, my career was in a building society. So um, I worked with people, um, for years, um, I was there for, for uh, 12 years um, and worked my way up to be a, a branch manager, which I absolutely loved. Um, but then circumstances changed. I had children and I wanted to have a bit more time with them. So I then went on to work for a business and help them with their website. And I always, I'm a bit of a geek. I like looking at behind the scenes of how websites work. And when I was a kid, I used to have go into the D drives and things to upload my games and see all the, see all the records of what was happening with the game. Um, so I, I basically worked on the website for them. And then I then learned myself really how to work with Google ads. I had a really good trainer at the time. Um, and then as it, as I got, my confidence got better with what I was doing. I then went into the work, into a, into a deeper area and looked at further things and how I can help with marketing so then it came into the design side and social media marketing and to the point that I changed jobs and became a a marketing manager for another business and I got to the point after about 18 months with them of thinking I don't just want to do it for one company I want to do it for so many more and that's where Builder Brand came so yeah it started all from there. I love that. I, so many people that I speak to, they didn't even start out in the kind of job that they're in now. Like one of my first jobs, I was a trainee riding instructor and now I'm in HR. Like it's so random, isn't it? How you how you end up in in the job that you're in. And it's it's fabulous. Very much so. I think things lead you certain ways and what you enjoy the most is what you do more of. And the more you do it, the more you enjoy it, the more you grow, the more confidence you get. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's sort of what happened with, with me and why I started Builder Brand. Yeah, absolutely. So how long have you been in business with Builder Brand then? Um, so four years ago, um, the name Builder Brand came to life and I started doing some work for some clients in the evenings. So I still worked had my day job and then in the evenings I would then do what I do for them um in the um in my free time 
um it got to the point where I was getting more and more hours and it had the conversation with my husband at the time and thought actually should we shall I just give it a go and see what I can do so then I devoted all my time to to what I love doing marketing and then I started asking for help from some others that I knew that had some knowledge and behind the scenes again of websites and search engine optimization so it grew from basically one to there's now six of us that um, come under the builder brand team um, and yeah, every every time there's a new project that comes on, everyone now works together on it. So rather than it just being one brain that's helping clients, there's six of us now that are doing it, which at the end of the day is so much better for our clients because they get so many different flavours in what we do. Yeah, completely. And did you did you find it difficult at all to hire people into your business that perhaps had more experience in different areas to you? Or did you find that like a weight off your shoulders to be able to say wow you can do that oh, that's a good question actually mixed feelings I think because I am quite obsessive with what I do I like perfection um I like knowing that everything that I do is to the best that I can do and when you pass the onus on to another team member that is quite a scary thing to sort of give away um but the, my team are amazing and I couldn't have picked a better bunch to help me and we work together, we've got a really close working relationship that anything, no matter whether it's a little query or a massive query, we just all work through it together now. Um, so yeah, it is, it is quite hard releasing some of what you do to other people, but it's helped us grow so much more and built up our experience. And I know full well with when it comes to design, I know how I'd like things to look, but I can't actually make them look like that myself. Whereas I have an amazing, she's so incredibly talented, my designer. She can make things wow. Um, you sort of give her a brief and there she is a couple of hours later with some initial initial ideas. So for me, it's, it's them using, using everyone to their strengths, um, knowing what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, and the same with everybody else as well. And there's things that I know that my team are really strong at, but not in others. But together, we it really is a perfect concoction of, of a team. That is the dream team, isn't it? Having everybody with slightly different strengths that can support each other and everyone complements each other. And yeah. I think I think you hit the nail on the head. It is just, I think as business owners, we are just inherently controlling and a bit obsessive. And normally because we've started it all ourselves. So you're like, oh, God, this is my baby. I can't I can't let anyone else do this. It is really scary, isn't it? Very much so. Yeah, it is. And at the end of the day, it's my business. It's still my business. And I want to make sure that it, it's, it grows how I would like it. But now the team are all working together. It's growing. At, we're now growing together as a team. So we're finding out how we work well together, um, how we complement each other, basically. And that's that's the that's the dream really yeah. there's no iron team is there no absolutely not absolutely not it's um it's something that I think people tend to struggle business owners definitely struggle with letting go of that control and letting someone else in it's it's a big deal and I think it's fantastic that you've been able to grow the team so successfully and yeah it's, it's just magical so what would you say is your favorite part of your job Oh, my favourite part is probably meeting new clients, as, as cheesy as it may sound. I love, um, I love the part where we're sitting down over a cup of tea and discussing what they want, what they do, what's working, what's not working, um, and having that really in-depth conversation with them and understanding how their business works. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not 
if you're not part of what they do and understand how businesses work, you can't market them in the right way. Um, so for me, it's that, uh, that is my favourite part. And then I end up going back to the office or from finishing the meeting with 101 ideas of how we can help and, um, and then putting it all together for them in an action plan. That's what, that is what I enjoy the most, just speaking to people. And I think from my previous career, when I was a manager um, and I was seeing all different people every day um, and dealing with them and helping them with their finances and helping them with their problems. Um, and I, that's the bit that I enjoy the most, speaking to people and learning about them. Yeah, and it, it's such a nice feeling, isn't it? When you've got someone saying, I've got this problem and I want to do this and I want to do that. And your your brain is going, yes, 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 we can do all of this. This is some ideas. Like I had a similar kind of call with a client, a potential client the other day. And I was just buzzing when I came off the call. So I was like, I can help so much with this. Just yeah. let me in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's that feeling, isn't it? And it's being, it's being honest as well. If they know that they're doing something really well um, and I know that they're really good at it, then it's almost we have the conversation of well if you can quite happily carry on with what you're doing on this part let us help the bits that you can't do and that that works really well for a lot of our clients yeah completely so what what advice then would you give to a brand new business about marketing and branding what would be the, like the first things you would su suggest that they focus on think about how they want to be seen by others um, so yes it's all well and good whether you're a plumber an electrician or starting up a new retail business it's okay what are your core fundamentals of your business what is your why and how are you gonna how are you going to release that through any forms of marketing that you do um, and that is down to the general feel the look of your brand the colors the the words that you use um, and more importantly, who are your target market? That's probably the main thing that they need to look at is where, where is their target market? Um, are they online? Are they gonna need some form of um, promotional material rather than digital material online? Because um, again, if it depending on what they do, if there's obviously thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that use social media, so if they know what their target audience is and who they can then um, market their business to, that's where the main focus will be initially. It's okay, how are we going to attract those people and how are we going to let them know about you? And I think once you've got the core fundamentals of how you want your business to look and feel, so you come across as professional, you then build and develop and your ideas then grow from that. Yeah, and I think that's something that, I know I, for one, really struggled with to start with, because when you start saying, OK, well, who's your target market? And if you're a, a service provider or, you know, like a plumber or an electrician, it could be anybody. You could work with anyone. And yeah. suddenly having the freedom to just say, actually, I just want to work with this group of people is a bit overwhelming, isn't it? So what can you what kind of advice would you give to people to try and narrow that down and kind of overcome that overwhelm? Um, again, it depends on the type of business. So if you, if we go with a tradesperson, for example, if they know that they, they want quick wins, they need to build up the word of mouth reputation, they need to get their people knowing who they, who they are, then maybe we then look at targeting an audience that is quite small and quite niche, whether it is residential, if it's a certain postcode, if it's a certain town, city, um, then we would then look at 
a particular area right how are we going to let people know about you and they say that people need to see a brand at least seven to ten times before they'll recognize so it's then just reiterating it in that particular area um whether it is area um as in location or whether it is age it's it's all it is all dependent on each and every single business so there isn't i wouldn't say a a one size fits all in any place like that um, but it's definitely a case of right who where do you want to start how do you want to grow and how are we going to get from a to b but not it's not going to be an instant fix but it will be a start and we'll know what's then working and what actual results you get from from the work that you do from your marketing you can then improve on and make bigger and better yeah and i think that's a, a really key point that you just said there is that it's so individual to every individual business that there isn't a right or wrong way to do it is there there's not a magic formula there's not one particular set of things that you need to do to get it all right it is so bespoke isn't it very very much so it's it's I think that's why I love what I do so much because every single client is so different and how you how you market that client again it, you, you have to change it so okay right that's worked really well let's spend more time doing that or well, that hasn't worked well let's not do that and focus on something else and then once you find the perfect formula it's then making it bigger and better um for sure but yeah that's the key thing it's not not a one-size-fits-all yeah so there's not even you can't even really say that actually you should be on instagram instead of doing leaflets because it just it depends who you want as a client doesn't it absolutely yeah wow yeah it's I think it's kind of it's kind of similar to HR in that kind of sense in that that you there are particular things that you will do the same for each client like you look at their SEO and you look at their branding and their audience and all that kind of stuff but what you actually do with that information is completely open until you've got all the all the little ducks in a row isn't it absolutely yeah definitely it's 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 knowing what the, and again some people always try things themselves to begin with and they all or they might know what works well but they just don't know how to make it grow even further so it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's and that's the other thing isn't it like when when should a business a new business consider working with a marketing agency because when you start out you've perhaps not got the budget for it um and what even is a good budget to have for a marketing agency? like what where do we even begin I guess it's down to what what people can afford to do because some people are quite happy with just having business cards and, and handing those out so it could be something simple like the design of the business cards and getting those printed to actually I'd really like a website and really like to push my website and target particular areas so then obviously website building is a little bit more expensive because it's more more of a bespoke build um, whereas other people might say, well, I need to get something out there on social media because you see so many people that do recommendations and, and things. So it's building their audience on there. And if it's a case of, right, we can get them set up for you and show you how to do them yourself because your budget is so low, then that's something else that we can help with. You know, get the foundations again perfect for them and help them grow. And then as they grow, then we can then support them as they need more and more work doing. It's... it's um, yeah it's knowing that whatever you do is the best for that person and if it isn't the best you then rethink about how we do it to make it better yeah 
completely. Uh, one of my biggest bugbears when I see um, like the recommendations pages, like you, like the posts on Facebook and whatever, asking for recommendations. My biggest bugbear is when it's difficult to tag a business in that recommendation because they haven't updated their URL on the particular social media site or whatever it is, yeah. or when it's not consistent across platforms. That drives me crazy as well. So yeah. And it's a, it's a, such a, a quick win as well. Like you said, all we've got to do is tag in that business. If your tag's not right, people aren't going to find you. And also really simple things, making sure that your Facebook page or any of your Google My Business page pages, all of that information that you've got on there is accurate and correct. Because if you've got the wrong telephone number, wrong address, you're not going to reach the right people or they're not going to be able to contact you. Yeah, so even actually, if, even if you're not actively posting on those pages, just making sure that everything's consistent and up to date is important, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. And that's such a quick fix. People can do that themselves. And a lot of people don't realise that they can have a free Google My Business listing um, and having all of your information on there. You don't have to have a website, but you can have your contact telephone number, your location, so that when people are searching for your trade, all of your, all your products or services will be on the Google My Business listing. So again, that helps. And that's a free resource that people can do themselves. So anyone that is on a small budget, there are quite a lot of things that they can do. And again, if they don't know how to do it, and clearly that isn't what they specialise in, then yes, we can happily help. And there's also the bigger businesses that need even more work doing to get their business out there. You've then got advertising. You can target who you want, where you want, what time you want. Um, whether you're male, female, bit of both age ranges, there's, there's everything that you can do within it. So actually, there's lots that you can do as a small business, for example, or a solopreneur or a sole trader. There's a lot that you can do without even having to pay for a Facebook or a Google ad, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So many free resources. Google's brilliant. Have, you know, set up the Google My Business page. Make sure you've got a Facebook page, an Instagram page. And even if you post on there the jobs that you've done or the products that you've made or sold, just having an active online presence in any way, shape or form is better than having none. I still, I still work with quite a few people that are very anti-social media, anti-computers, don't like them, don't want to know them because they're busy doing what they do. Um, so that's where we then can give them a little helping hand to say, right, this is all set up for you. You can now either go, it, go on it and do it as you wish, or we can help and support you just every now and then. So it doesn't have to be. Um, I don't believe with I don't believe that being a marketing agency, we should offer fixed fees for certain things. Um, it is down to what works best for that client. So whether they just need an hour's hand once a month or an hour a week or 10 hours a week, it really doesn't matter. It's what's what's affordable to them and how how they can grow. But it's also the key fundamentals of how you get your business name out there. It, if you don't do anything, people won't know about you. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because like how many how many times have you gone on? to google someone and they've not got or a google a google a business and they haven't got a facebook page they perhaps haven't got a website there's just like a yellow pages listing or something like that and you think are they even are they a legit business are they still even active as a business and who's got the time to go digging around for that information like you want it to just be there don't you so that as soon as someone punches it in on google or other search engines are available um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there and just pop up. I think it's something crazy. Like sixty-seven percent of people will disregard a business if they can't find them instantly online. So 
if, if you're looking for somebody and you can't find them, then they'll just go on to the next one. So having an online presence is so important, whether it's yeah. just the free, the free things that you can do yourself or you have a marketing agency help improve them for you. That it's what people do. You, you don't have the yellow pages sitting in your door in your drawers anymore, do you? It's they've no, gone. I do miss them. That's literally <laughs> what I was just going to say. Like you don't look in the yellow pages anymore. You hop on your phone or you put a little post out on your local discussion forum. Does anybody know a tree surgeon? And yeah. you're relying on that online presence. So even if you don't want to be going live and doing reels and getting super techy with social media, like you say, it's so important to just have those pages. And it's all free, so why wouldn't you use it? Yeah, yeah. If it's free and you can and you can use it, or at least get it set up, then do it for sure. Um, I mean, we don't even get the local paper delivered to us anymore, but so you don't get any of the local listings. And I think last time I saw it, there weren't hardly anyone in there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's just getting your name out there in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I love it. So. In your opinion then, Gem, what is the biggest challenge facing businesses in terms of their marketing? Competition. Um, definitely. It's, you know, there's so many different trades, so many different companies, businesses. There's always offers that are out. Um, there's whether it's clothes that you sell or services that you sell, products that you make. There's always, especially since the pandemic, there's seems to have been a huge increase of people that are going on to, to have a go at doing their businesses themselves. And some of them are doing amazing. Um, so, yeah, it's the competition, definitely. But it's what makes you different to everybody else that is the key point when it comes to marketing, whether it's a personal service that you offer, 24-7 help, if it's a product that you offer and it's has that something special about it that others don't, it's that is the, probably the most challenging thing at the moment with how many businesses are now getting themselves online, how can you stand out and how can you be seen? And that's that's why we do what we do to help you be seen and help you stand out. Yeah, and I think there's also a, a big problem with people just comparing themselves to other people, isn't there? Like, it's really easy to sit scrolling and think, oh God, she's doing that, maybe I should be doing that and getting a little bit, it can get a bit overwhelming, can't it? Oh, very much so. I'm very um, on the opinion, you need to know who your competitors are, but just do what you do best and just do what you feel is the right thing. And yes, there might be things that you might think are perfect, but you might need to tweak or calm down a little bit. Um, but don't compare. Just go for what you are good at and think. always come back to the reason why you started what you're doing. And if it's to help, if it's to support, if it's to have the best products, to have the best services, whatever that is, is making you stand out that way. So it's being unique, not like everyone else. Yeah. And I think it's it's really important to just be yourself, isn't it, on online because I find I find that a lot of HR professionals can stereotypically be a little bit stuck in the mud a bit stiff upper lip you won't hear them swear they kind of feel like they have to be like whiter than white in order to be a HR professional and anyone that knows me knows that ain't that ain't the case (laughs) (laughs) um but that's that's why people enjoy working with me because they they vibe with what I'm all about and I'm all about just being a real human and just dealing with shit as it comes up and getting getting results and I think but then there's and I think that's what people like Mm. yeah exactly and but then there's other people that would actually think oh no she's way too unprofessional 
God, no. I'd like somebody who has got the stiff upper lip and doesn't make horrible sweary words and, you know, silly <laughs> comments. <laughs> yeah. But that that's, you might as well just be yourself, mightn't you? And that, that's part of your brand voice. Uh, you, you are the you are the forefront of your business mm. that is who you are and that is what you do and that's why people love you it's, it's but I suppose it's a bit of marmite really they either love it or they hate it but for me I think you need to be very grounded in what you do whatever you do because at the end of the day people buy from people it's not always about the product it's about about who you are and what you do and how you react to things and being the being that person at the end of the phone that gives their honest opinion rather than one making it out the changing the way that you answer the questions to make it suit them it, that doesn't work yeah I actually I read something online a little while ago that said it's okay to be controversial on your social media pages <laughs> like that's a good thing because you want people to dislike you as well as like you don't you because then that creates that clear you're you're my people and you're not my people kind of separation I suppose I'm trying to get across yeah yeah I'm working with a brand at the moment and they've they've grown their their followers have grown quite quite a lot actually the last year but they're now looking at okay which followers do we want to keep so they're trying to be quite tactical in how they use their social media and quite upfront and um, in what they do and it's either going to gain new followers or lose new followers but at least the people that are following them are people that are genuinely interested in their brand and what they're going to do with it and watch them grow so it, it is it is really interesting yeah. and it's a really good comment that you made there that yeah sometimes it's good to be controversial every now and then yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you just touched then on number of followers because I think this is something that business owners especially new businesses really worry about is there like a magic number of followers that people should aim for? Oh, I bet I don't think there is, to be honest. I think it depends on whatever you do, do not ever offer or see any offers where you can buy 10,000 followers or a thousand followers for, for a mere $20. Don't ever do that because it will blacklist you. I think if what you, what it needs to be is the people that either follow or like your page are the genuine people that you want to be following your page, whether it's friends and family that share out, share out your Facebook page or reshare your stories on Instagram. They're the people that you can grow as you as you need to so I think when it comes to magic numbers it's not so much a numbers game with that it's more important for me looking at it from a marketing agency on the engagement that they get from their followers so if you have got 10,000 followers but only get two or three likes on each post that's an instant uh oh that's not brilliant what you want to be seeing is a good quality conversion to engagement on your post so that people are reacting they're commenting they're liking they're sharing that for me is more important than a numbers game on followers yeah yeah I completely agree with you I actually um I did a bit of work with my Instagram page to get up to the thousand followers I was like oh I want a thousand followers we're gonna we're gonna build up to that and then I got my thousand I think I got like a thousand and ten or something I was really chuffed and then I looked at the followers and there were loads of people in there that I thought I don't want to work with you you're not my people you're not the target mm -hmm. audience or some of them were just like little bots that aren't actually profiles. Yeah. Some of them were weird pornographic profiles. I was like, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so Don't time, click on those links. <laughs> by the time I'd gone through and cleansed my followers, I was back down to 980 and I thought, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Because again, it's, it's quality over quantity, isn't it? 
Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the key. And knowing that the people that you've got on there are the ones that are going to react and engage with the posts that you do. And you'll find there'll be other businesses, there'll be other HR companies that will be watching what you do, but take that as a compliment. You know, they're obviously quite interested and keen to see what you've got to say and, and why you do what you do and how you do so well at it. Yeah, and actually, it's really nice to build a bit of a community with your followers. Like there's lots and lots of people that I've met through social media who I feel like I know and I feel like I'm friends with. And we've only ever liked each other's stories or sent each other a little message every now and then or a little voice note. And it's not, you know, we're not messaging all the time. There's not, uh, there's not any kind of like active agenda. You just, you just tend to build this little community and you get all these little like social media buddies and it's fabulous. Yeah, it's nice. I, I, I do find that happens so much. And I, obviously, before I met you in person, I'd seen quite a lot of you on social media and um, sort of got to know you as a person, I think, from that. I knew that you was a, a massive Merlot lover, so that's a big <laughs> win for me anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you do. You sort of get to know people on socials as well. Um, and I think as long as you are true to who you are, that's the key isn't it no don't put false impressions of what or how it changed the way you are to make people like you that's the key thing especially with social media yeah absolutely and do you think do you think it makes a difference to people's engagement when people are showing their face and kind of fronting their brand or do you think you can achieve the same level of engagement just with like your feed posts and generic sort of Canva stuff that you might put out a hundred percent with every single client um we always say to them the more original content you can give us the pictures of your team whether you're having a cup of tea at your desk or someone's bought donuts in for the day you can always guarantee that those are the posts that would do so much better than a generic post it's about who you are and people like to see what goes on behind the scenes of work um I think that's always really important you can talk about the services but if you can talk about what you, who you are and what you do and, you know, the team nights out or the, the tea making, um, the cakes, the celebrations, the, the OMG moments, I think they're the ones that you need to get out on socials for sure. They're, yeah, they're I, the ones that will always get the most engagement. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I found that probably in like my first year of building my, my presence on social media, anything that I put up that involved a picture of the dog or the cat got way more engagement like <laughs> <love> it. <laughs> yeah join the cats of instagram dogs of instagram that would uh, yeah that would go mental um but yeah it's it's all about you and yes so there are obviously when you do marketing materials and have your promotional materials your leaflets your brochures and everything then yeah that needs to be very specific about the product but if you was looking for a business, the first thing you would do, if you was looking at investing in a business or spending money with them or looking at bringing a stranger to your home, you would have a bit of, bit of a snoop about them. You'd look at them, you'd see what they're like as a person as well. And I think if you can show that essence of who you are and what you do, that isn't necessarily always about the products and the services, that's, that's so important. It gives it personality as well. It gets so boring. People don't want to see the same posts all the time. It, it's nice to have your face on it as much as that's the biggest issue as well people not wanting to have their pictures put on Facebook or Instagram or even on their websites the the about us page that's key have you have your picture on there as much as you hate having it on there that's what people need to see yeah I completely agree and I think the the way that I got over I mean I wasn't really that worried about having my face on um 
on my website but you do get a little bit like oh god people are going to see it and oh what people are going to think and oh god like it gets a little bit much and all I would say is take loads of pictures on a day when you've done your hair and makeup or that you just feel like you're looking good put filters on if you need to <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time <laughs> there's no hashtag no filters over here I'm all about the filters. <laughs> um but it's also really worth I think personally investing in some professional photos that you can use on your socials on your website on your brochures on your leaflet any all your print materials because you get high quality images you know you feel good you look good it's all very professional and it that for me made my life so much easier having plenty of like what I call them my stock images to use you know for for all sorts and I I included the horse I included the dog and the cat I included all of those things because again people love pictures of the horse and the cat people love it but that's who I am if you're on a zoom with me there's going to be the cat in the background like there is now (laughs) yeah absolutely like my colleague bless her was in the middle of a zoom and her son came running running into the room sort of half naked so she managed to sort of cover him up mostly before he came in but you know that is that is life you know you're a mum you're a dog owner they're gonna bark if, if someone walks by the door and they see something in the window isn't it it's all about being human nobody's perfect and I think sometimes it's the imperfections that people like to see as well however I will say you always look really lovely on your pictures on your posts you always look really nice (laughs) (laughs) that's because that's on purpose (laughs) (laughs) you don't see the days where I've got no makeup on looking like a thumb with all my hair like Like a thumb how funny oh dear yeah it's 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 funny I think the the things that you have to kind of overcome about yourself as a business owner in order to build your brand and get yourself out there there's so many like I don't want to say mindset blocks but it is mindset blocks really isn't it that that kind of get in your way and if you don't have the right support around you not wanting to put your picture on your Facebook profile could actually be losing you clients so it just it makes so much sense to me that people get the right support to overcome those things overcome those barriers so that they can access a whole like it's like billions of people on Instagram and Facebook like it's an untapped audience get in there yeah that is that is so true and it is you need to just sort of I don't know whether it's when you get older you just don't worry so much either do you it needs to happen I think you need to promote yourself and people buy like I said earlier on people buy from people and if you don't talk about you and what you do it's it's so much more personal and I think people can then um trying to think of the right word to use but they 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 learn about that person and they feel confident that that is then going to be the right person for them to help them whatever that is like I said service product whatever it is they're purchasing and it's also really key that you do interact as your business as well um because I know when I've inquired a few times and on some other people's uh, looking for something for myself and then you never get the reply through messenger or they don't get the text back simple things like that 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 really does impact on people's perception of you as a business too yeah it really does and I think it it kind of all circles back to yeah like how many times have you messaged a business and tried to ask a question or find out a bit of information you never hear back from them so you just go all right you write them off don't you You don't actually go back and chase them because if they want the business they'll talk to you yeah yeah it's the reputation isn't it it's it's how you how people want 
you know if they want to get an answer they want to get it quick and I think as time goes on people are getting lazier at waiting for information they want it now that's why I've Google, even with Google now and websites, it's all about how fast the website loads and speed is so important with them. And if it takes too long for a website to load, people just click off of them again. And it's no different with people messaging for inquiries on a business. If they don't get the response, they're likely not to get the business. Yeah, massively. It all comes back to, I think, what we said before about as a business owner, you're we tend to be inherently controlling and obsessive. And doing something like handing your marketing over to somebody else is relinquishing control. And it, it feels like it's almost like letting somebody into your soul, isn't it? Because you've poured everything into your business. And I know from, from my experience with my HR clients, they need to know that I'm not going to judge them for anything that they might have done that's slightly unlawful or slightly illegal, um, <laughs> which does happen because people don't know the law. They need to know that they're in a safe place to be able to say, right, Shona, we've not been paying this person national minimum wage for the last 17 years. What do we do about it? You know, or whatever it is. Hopefully that's not the case, but they <laughs> need to feel that they're in a safe place and you're not going to go, oh, God, your Facebook page is disgusting. What on earth have you been doing? They need to know that you're a, a nice, safe human that's going to look after them and their business, don't they? Yeah. And I always say to one of my clients, I just want to be seen as an extended part of your team. I want to be part of the team. I want to be there at the end of the end of the phone. If you need help, if there's some exciting news, you need to get out there. I want to be that person that helps you do that and get the news out there. Or if something you need to shut for the day because of X, Y, Z, you know, I want to be that person. I don't want to be seen as another entity that you work with. I want to be seen as part of your business. Yeah. And it is so key for businesses to have that support yes they need hr they need the legal advice they need everything and marketing i think always is one of the last things that people want to look at investing in, but it is one of the most important things that they can do if they're wanting to grow their business um so yeah for me i always want to be seen as on my team as part of their team so not as an agency that works outside i want to be part of what they do inside and learn about their business Amazing. and help them so what would be your top tip for somebody who is ready to invest in their marketing and they've they've done their Googling and they're looking at all these different marketing agencies and professionals that can help them? What advice would you give to them, to business owners who are ready to, you know, when they're choosing who to work with? What what should they be looking for? Oh, ring builder brand. <laughs> <laughs> Done. there you go um no they need to be looking for an agency that's going to be flexible um i think when they if especially if they're going to start out and just sort of dip the toes into testing what a marketing agency to do don't do something that's going to tie you in um you know if they just want to try it for a month if it's three months or something like that but don't a lot of agencies that i know of will tie them in for a fixed contract for a period of time and it doesn't work because if they don't like what they do then they can't pull out of it or there's a hefty fine. Um, so yeah, find an agency that is flexible, will work with you, will grow with you, will adapt. I think that's the key thing because if business, I think the pandemic, the pandemic's taught us a lot that you know anything can change, anything could happen, and you need some another business that will work with you, with you to make that happen, whether that's on the end of the phone when you need them or they're all the time 
to support them it's it's knowing what yeah I think that's the key thing if I was looking for an agency or another company to work for me I would want that flexibility that I can you'd work and do different levels and as well look for an agency that does a bit of everything um because some agencies will only specialize in say google ads or they'll only do social media marketing and I think if you if you're marketing your business all of these elements need to come into the pot when you're looking at what you can do to grow don't just look at um, businesses that will just help with SEO so search engine optimization and getting your website found don't just work with agencies that only do social media marketing it needs to be a bit of all of that and it's knowing what works best and then you invest more into that area when you know that that is the right thing for your business um, so again that's another key thing I would say find an agency that does everything not just little bits and doesn't tie you in love that Gemma thank you so so much for all of that valuable input I think that's that should give everybody all the information they need to know to go out and get some help with their marketing and there should be no excuses for poor Facebook profiles (laughs) (laughs) oh thanks for having me Shona (laughs) so before we go Gemma would you just um share with the listeners where they can find you and what's the best way to get in touch with you if they need your support oh well you can find me on my instagram page which is builder brand uk and my facebook page is builder brand as well my website is www.builderbrand.org.uk and all of my contact details are on there and i'm at the end of the phone if anyone's got any queries and um, people can book directly in for a catch-up zoom session with me or a phone call chat as well direct from my website too perfect Thank you so, so much for coming on, Gemma. That's been super fun. And I can't wait for our coffee next week. Yes, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gemma. Thank you, Shana. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, then be sure to tell us on Facebook and Instagram at LilacHRLTD.